Life with Lindy, Episode 2, Colonoscopy Day. Now, I'm going to assume you know what a colonoscopy is. Honestly, I don't want to explain it. It's basically a tiny camera traveling through your feet of intestines, seeing what's going on in there. The day for me was May 6th, 2020. I was sedated. It was not painful at all. Really, the worst part is the bowel prep that you do the night before. I've had to do that several times because you have to bowel prep before any intestine surgery. So I've done the pills and the drink. If you're wanting advice on what to do about that, well, the drink was the most disgusting drink I've ever had in my life. I'd maybe pick it over the pills because I hate swallowing pills and you have to take so many of them. So honestly, it's a tough choice. Bowel prep wasn't awful for me, but I imagine some people have more to clean out than others. I don't know. So colonoscopy day, Chris couldn't come inside with me because of COVID. Everyone was really sweet. I remember being wheeled into the room to have the procedure done. I saw a younger guy in the procedure room said, what's up? I remember that. I remember a couple women in there. I saw my doctor, Dr. Pittman. I went under and next thing I know, I'm waking up and I hear Dr. Pittman say the word biopsy. And a nurse said, she's awake and covered my ears. And then they kept talking. So I basically knew right then something was wrong. So then I remember being back in the recovery room and I was asking a few times, you know, so is it colitis, which is what all the doctors thought my symptoms were. But they kept saying, oh, you need to talk to the doctor. So even though I'm like halfway out of it from anesthesia, I'm figuring out something is very wrong. Next thing I remember is being wheeled outside in a wheelchair and Chris was talking to the nurse and the nurse said the word tumor And I was halfway in the car, and I turned around and said, I have a tumor. And she said, yes. And I said, is it cancer? And I don't remember exactly what she said, but in so many words, she said yes. And then I remember pulling away in shock, but I don't really remember anything else from the ride home. Chris later told me, you know, it was shocking when she said that in front of me, and that's how I found out. But he was also a little bit relieved because he had no idea how to tell me. So he kind of had mixed feelings on that. I remember sitting in our bed myself that evening trying to rest off the anesthesia and crying. A few people knew that first day. It's just a weight and a shock you really can't put into words. And it was also very hard to look at Lachlan because I was afraid I was not going to have much more time with him. And Chris obviously was not expecting that phone call. We thought it was colitis. So he didn't remember what Dr. Pittman said, really, because he was so shocked. So I obviously called into work and I actually wouldn't work for the next two to three weeks. And the next morning I called Dr. Pittman's office and asked if we could come in and they said no problem. So we went in and Dr. Pittman said he was confident it was cancer. I mean, he's done this a long time. He actually didn't see the tumor on the way in with the camera, but he did see it on the way out, thankfully. It was near the rectum colon line, so fortunately it was positioned high enough that I don't need a colostomy bag, but you know, at that time he wasn't sure if I'd need one. He didn't think so, but I was willing to do whatever. You just want to live, you know. He said if it was stage three like he thought, a tumor and then cancer in some of the lymph nodes, he thought it was curable. It was helpful to hear that, but it was still very overwhelming, you know, with the fear and the shock of everything. I would say this is one of the days I realized how important a relationship is with your doctor and the nurses. My family doctor, Amanda Halchins, is the one who pushed and pushed for a colonoscopy for me during COVID. Her nurse, Nicole, saw a note on her desk at the end of the day about my cancer diagnosis, and she called Dr. Halchins, who was not in the office that day, and Dr. Halchins called me in the evening at home. She had talked to Dr. Pittman, said she felt good after talking to him, and I remember how good it felt to hear from her. And at that point, 
a medical team happens very quickly. Right away, Dr. Pittman hooked me up with Dr. Chris Lieger. He's a radiation oncologist. We met him the next day. While we are there, Lieger called chemo oncologist Dr. Birhere himself and asked him to meet with us. So we just went right upstairs and met with him same day. Soon I got a phone call from an RN navigator, Carolyn Harshbarger. That's basically a resource I didn't even know I'd get from St. Vincent. And then it was scan after scan and test after test, trying to figure out what stage I was. The current recommended age to get a colonoscopy is 45, used to be 50. In my case, my son Lachlan will have to start colonoscopies 10 years younger than when I was diagnosed, so he will start when he's 29. By the way, a couple days after my colonoscopy, one of the nurses called from the place and asked how I was, and I thanked them for being so kind in a tough situation. She said they were actually reviewing their policy for how to deal with situations like what we went through, finding a tumor and having to call the husband like that during COVID, which I really appreciated that. So at this point, I am waiting on results to see what stage the cancer is and what I need to do to try to survive. And that's what I'll talk about in episode three. Thanks for listening. 